Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, this is Pablo Sabaleta. This is Troy Dini. This is Kevin Phillips. This is Jürgen Klopp, and you're listening to The Big Interview with Graham Hunter. Thank you, Jürgen. I travelled to all these interviews from Barcelona, and our socios, our beloved members, keep us on the road. This independent podcast would not happen without them. Please go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter right now to become a socio, to become one of our members and get an extra big interview every month, plus loads of bonus content. So go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Graham Hunter, and we'll bring you joy. In the second half of the big interview with Ryan Fraser, we're going to focus on key games, if you want, but key moments. The turning point when this explosive young talent suddenly did things that made everybody in football sit up and take notice. Extraordinary moments against Liverpool. Do you remember him coming off the bench? What he did next? Do you remember him being very, very mean to fellow big interview guest James Milner by causing him to commit a penalty against Arsenal? Give him the eyes, give him the eyes, give him the eyes, look at my eyes. You're back in the room and the ball's in the net. Hello, Peter Check. Crouchy. Man marking Crouchy at the back post. Ryan, five foot four inches, Fraser. Yes, it's true. He'll tell you how he handled the big man. Do Aberdonians probably, I shouldn't raise the word sheep, but um, hmm. Eddie told us about when he was at Burnley and his sheep herding, which I think didn't go all that well. But then he then has a list of going through paintballing, karaoke, I don't know what. And he says, I've been through it all, team bonding and mm. team building and all that and stuff. What, what, you Falling off paddle boards yeah. is one of the... A lot of times, yeah. yeah. Um, we've, we've done indoor bowling, uh-huh. which the lads were like, hmm, maybe this is not us. But when you get there, that competition edge just yeah. kicks in and then you don't think about what you're doing. It's like, it's all about, let's just win. We've done that. We've, every pre-season, every... Even small things, we, we sometimes go down to the beach to have some breakfast with each other. It's easy to get the chefs here to cook you breakfast, but you don't eat together sometimes. Mm-hmm. So he gets everyone to, to come down at the same time, go down to the beach. We sometimes get our massage down at the beach. They, obviously, it's, it's nice. Get some food together, um, walks together. It's yeah, Everything he does is to to get everyone involved. And if somebody is feeling out, get the new lads in, like mm. um, uh, Kleine and, and Dom, just straight away... First meeting, it's easy. Just he gets them, gets them up on the board. He says, "Let's all crash, congratulate them on the move and clapping them." And then they feel you get they get a buzz. You can see it, and yeah, it's it's nice. And you just, I think, with the team bonding things, you just everyone feels a part of it. And when you've got a good team morale, you see a lot of clubs with not a good team morale, mm-hmm. and it it does help you. You oh, fight no. hard for each other. You sometimes, if, if somebody's out of position, 
if you didn't do all this stuff, you might think, oh, I'm not going to maybe do his job. But because it's not just a teammate, he's your actual mate, you're like, all right, I'm going to do that for him. I'm going to put that extra yard in to tackle and make him look good as well as me. So it's just this, the small things that people don't think of that he's done to us, a very small club mm-hmm. with, you could say, uh, through the years he's had, he's took players from League One and playing in the in the, the Premier League now. He's, he's obviously made them better as players, but he's... Personally, he's made them better as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that team morale and fighting for your mate is, is so big at this club that, that I think that's why we've done so well. I was struck by the, you know, obviously you're too young to have seen it's a knockout, but like yoga on paddle boards in the sea, that just seemed to me like as if it was set up as a piss take. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think I, in my own interview, I'd be honest about that. But like, um, there was a tale from one of your lads, I, I can't remember whom. I think that was, was that Chicago? Yeah, it was. Did you yeah. go golfing in. Yeah, we went. Um, yeah, we go golfing did you all get, the time. Did, yeah. did you nearly get smacked in there by a random golf ball? Yeah, that was. Do you know what? I think that's my, when we went to Dubai that one time as a team bonding thing, and we we went and just golf. Some of the lads were just hitting golf balls, and so many people nearly got hit in the head by golf balls. It could have been carnage, but um, yeah, I would I would agree with myself. The paddleboarding thing was. I can't say I enjoyed that one. If I'm honest, I spent more time in the water than I did on the paddleboard. And then my, my float went off, and then I was drifting off to sea. And I was thinking, uh, if I, I, can't, I can't do this. Gaffer, I'm out. Yeah. It ain't cheap herding, that's to be said. I have to be cliched and take you to sort of two or three extraordinary games. What stays with you from, let's start with the Liverpool game? What stays with what me? What has it done for you? It gave me that I didn't think that maybe I was good enough to be in the Premier League. And that game, I think, not only did it show fans that I was good enough, it showed me, more importantly where I didn't maybe believe I was ready for it. But that game, I came off it, and I, first I came in, the gaffer was like, everyone just started clapping. When you're walking in, you're thinking, well, like maybe, yeah, goosebumps. And yeah, maybe the fans don't believe, and then I didn't believe, and now I do. But when your teammates believe that that you're good enough, then that, that's even better. But yeah, I just, I just remember coming on, and the gaffer just went, look, there's no pressure on you, just you do what you you do just go and take them on try and get us up the pitch try and make a difference and yeah I did that and it helped the first I think it was the first minute I got past Milner and he took me down for a penalty and I think that was that just gave me two more yards in my step and then the game just unfolded from there where everything was going right for me the cross that that was probably a rubbish cross Cookie done unbelievable that if he was a striker that would have been talked for for years it's a Ballon d'Or goal yeah it was unbelievable his touch was the best touch I think I've seen in a long time and then the finish Mm -hmm. and then just the whole I think if it finished 3-3 it wouldn't have been talked about as much like me coming on and I was involved in all them three goals. Mm-hmm. But the fourth one, and get to get it so late, and the celebrations, I just remember Frano just, his hands everywhere, I didn't even know what his celebration was. <laughs> he didn't even score. But um, just the fans going mental, and knowing that we won the game, and it was a tricky, tricky run before that. Yeah, it was yeah, one of the best feelings I've ever had in football. So when you go back, you've got quite a thoughtful mind. Mm-hmm. And you've described, like, for example, I think anybody who's played any sport, if something goes right for you quickly, whether it's a penalty or a goal or a first touch, you get a surge, but do you look back and say why that day? Why did things come together that day? I think it might sound weird, but I think hard work. I wasn't playing much before that. Uh, I was out of squads, and I actually played against Peterborough a week before it for the Twenty Ones. Um, I just asked to play me and Mark Pugh. Mm. Um, you don't need to play in games, the Twenty Ones games. It wasn't at home. We had to take a bus. I think it was five hours. And me and Pugh just said to each other, "Look, let's go and do this. Like, let's go and just get a game. Let's go and." 
show that we've got good attitudes, mm. that we're not just going to stay and train and not care that we're not playing. Let's go and get some great game practice. Decision. And yeah, it helped me because people don't realise training is training and training is very good. But games, it just gives you that little bit of awareness of where you are on the pitch. Training that you could do all passing, shooting, and you expect to come on a Saturday and you think, right, I should be good. It doesn't work like that. Hmm. When when you're on a pitch and you've got that game situation, pressures, even if it was a 21s game, it was you're still pressure to play good. Um, show the young lads that to have a good attitude, to, to work hard, not just go there and sack it off. Hmm. And I think just, I think all that, the attitude and the yeah, just the whole thing. I think it was just maybe it was maybe fate. Just I went there and luckily for me, it's went it's went right for me. A few weeks later, the Arsenal game. Yeah, it's big also. I want to ask you because now correct me if I'm wrong, but you score in the Arsenal game. Mm-hmm. You come in off the left. You're kind of heading towards Chet's yeah. front post, and you do him. You tuck them up by kind of pretending you're gonna. It's my memory anyway yeah, that yeah. it's gonna might go Cut across. You're looking, you're looking away, and that. Yeah. And we were looking at goals recently. I can't remember which goal it was. I don't think it was a Leicester goal, but you ran onto the ball and you you show the eyes to the keeper that's going there, and you hit straight. Yeah. Uh, what for again? Yeah. What yeah. for it was? Yes, of course yeah. it was. One, you, you think about your finishes, don't you? Or something. They're not just like. I don't know how it went in. You know what you're doing, and I think you do. Goalkeepers, you do trick them with your eyes, don't you? Yeah, I mean the Arsenal one. Um, just the whole situation before it, outpacing probably one of the quickest people in the Premier League in Bellerin, and then coming in, I just thought I was going to cut it back to Junior. I remember seeing Junior, and I'm thinking, no, I'm going to chance my luck here. <laughs> I'm thinking, after I've just outpaced Bellerin, I'm thinking that that can't be right. It's going through your head as you, just as you've done it. Yeah, I've, everything. I've done yeah. It. Did you mention his dress sense as you were flying by? Was it good? <laughs> no, Things were going too quickly. No, I just I didn't know. I didn't even know what I was doing to be honest with you. <laughs> That's what happens to me normally out on the pitch. I don't know what I'm doing. But um, lies. And then no, just yeah, I just I just seen Chet coming out, and I'm thinking right, the only way this is going to go is if if I just hit it low under him, and his legs were wide. I'm thinking right, that's the only place it can go. And lucky for me, it's went in. And the the Watford game, just. Yeah, I, I sometimes love going in that corner. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you, well, you that bend yeah, in off the left I and love, bending. Yeah, I love it. So what? And then beautiful. I always give it the body shape, and I just thought, no, I'm just going to change it up here and just opened up my body, but at the same time and looked there and just, just kind of just reversed it back. Do you know, you, you know who does that, <clears throat> and who both of us, because we watch you. That's why we're here. We both went Pedro absolutely as if it was, and the one in particular, Pedro does that a lot, and. Um, he may not be as good as player as you, he may be the same, he may be better, but he's achieved an awful lot. And at Wembley, beating Manchester United, where Xavi and Iniesta play beautiful patterns to draw and then they let him away. And he does the same thing to Van der Sar. That finish, we both looked at him and went, oh, that's elite. Yeah, no, I remember watching that game, to be honest. And Barcelona were unbelievable that day. Mm. But yeah. Why, are you sort of United or...? Uh, no, like... I, I, I just like, I just like football. Mm. If I'm honest, when mm. there's a game like that on, uh, I just love seeing good players play football. Mm. Um, I don't want one person to win or one person to lose. I just, when you're seeing the players on display and thinking well, I could maybe take a couple pointers off them, I, I just like watching football. Mm. And um, yeah, I just Pedro, yeah, he's a lot better than me. I'm just going to put it out there. But at the same time, I like watching players that are better than me. And I said recently that I I love watching Hazard. Just. Yeah, I might not be as good as him, but at the same time, if I can get 1% of his game into my game, aspect of my game, then it's improving me. So that's what I try and do. But yeah, I, I remember the finish from Pedro. He just, just kind of reversed it, didn't he? And it was, 
it was very good. But I just love seeing good players play, to be honest. Well, um, I mean, no nonsense about <laughs> we're in the middle of the transfer market now, so none of that nonsense. But La Liga one day, <laughs> no, and as a I don't, as a concept or. No, 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 no. The Premier League is outstanding. This will do for me all my life. Just as a, an idea. Uh, I'm not trying to say the easy answer here, but I, I've never really thought about it, if I'm honest. Mm. Um, I don't really like thinking about the future because I think if you think about the future, then a lot of things can go wrong in the now. So I just kind of think, right, where I'm, where I'm playing now, if I can do my best, then situations will arise where you can make that decision. But I feel like if you think about the future, then that decision probably won't come because you're thinking mm-hmm. about it too much and you're not thinking about how to to get there. You're thinking about, oh, I'm, I'm there now. So, um, yeah, I, I, I do love the La Liga. The, the way they do just, you watch it a bit? Oh, of course I do, yeah. It's do. just um, their touches, their, it just it looks better. Um, <laughs> it just I don't know what it is. It's just even the, the, the lower teams, they play that football where just looks nice it's effective and there's obviously you get kind of different types of teams in the Premier League where some are long balls some are both some are that you just football football on the ground 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 but I just love La Liga it's just football Um, but maybe you never know one day you never know Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. No, no, it, was, it wasn't angling for something, but I, I'd imagined it was a brand of football that you probably enjoyed oh, uh, watching. And one of the things that they do over there is, is something you do. I mean, I got my notes here. And you talk about, um, you know, because I would say he's a winger. And again, while we did our research, you play in midfield quite a lot. You come in, you've got a lovely pass, you've got an idea about how to create room. If people run, it's very clear you put it in the channels. I've also seen you playing in what seemed to be second striker 10. Mm-hmm. You look more than comfortable in both. Clearly, you played, we knew about right wing back or right back, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. We're reliable both. informed left yeah, no, as both. well. Yeah, yeah, what the it, bloody yeah. hell? <laughs> I've seen you talking here, you know, preseason. I played right back my first game, number 10 in the second game, right midfield in the third, left midfield in the fourth. Goalkeeper, okay. You know. <laughs> we'll we'll no. just leave that for the future. Yeah. But what are you? My 100% favourite position is left mid, midfield. 
So define that. Do you mean like in a four and therefore a modern version of a left midfield winger or left mid of a three? I'd love to be a, a left midfielder as a forward, a forward three. So like, I, I, I do like staying wide sometimes, but I kind of like being in the pitch yeah. because you've got so much more opportunities to shoot, get goals, and even, even your passes. If you're narrow, and there's so many passes that if you're, you can, you've got the wide man, um, your full back, or, or you've got the, the weak side of the pitch because the balls just came over, so they're all over at my side. But I feel like sometimes when you're out in the wing, it limits your firstly touches mm-hmm. because it's harder to get out there, and secondly, you, you've got less options. So um, partly because of the geometrical thing about there's a line, right? Yeah, literally, people forget. Yeah, I think if they don't analyze football, those who view it, they're intelligent enough to know it. But if you don't stop, there's a line there. Yeah, can't go left. No, can't go right. So, so there's a, like a channel or a tunnel. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I used to play right midfield and or, or right wing. I just don't feel natural. It just didn't feel natural to me. Um, I got a, I got a lot of assists from from the right, but just didn't score from the right. Well, I feel like on the left, I can I can do both. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I've played. Um, I mean, I played it this season as well, um, quite a bit. Is right wing back. I can't say I like it, <laughs> but again, I'm the type of player that if I get told there, I'm not saying anything. Do you know what I mean? I just do my job and just try my best, and what will be will be. I played. I remember last season where I played. Um, right back against Stoke in a four and next thing I know Peter Crouch is hanging on to me and he's just drifting on to me I'm like no no you get yourself <laughs> back over there and he, and he just he kept looking around at me and I'm just like don't even think about it <laughs> next cross he's coming on to me and I'm like oh no but um, yeah uh, I've, I've left wing back against Chelsea I've played centre mid i played 10 quite a bit um, yeah I'd, wherever I'm told to play I like to yeah but we're talking here about what's inside Ryan Fraser's brain, your preference, where you think your abilities flourish. And it's evident from your attitude and how you play that. If you're told, yeah. you do a job and you do it the best of your ability. I, I, I get that. Not yeah. every player feels that way, but it's clear you do. But I'm much more interested in what you, how you think about what you might do in those positions and which might become your best. Yeah, well, I would say right now, I'd love to say that I'm, I'm left of three. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got obviously your three up front and your three in midfield, but I think maybe one day that I will try and become a ten. Ten, yeah, I knew that's where. Yeah, you're I'd, go. I'd love to. I'd love to. You've got you, to me looking at you. You have all of that. Well, yeah, I, I try, I try, and what what I like about the gaffer here is in training he stops every position, so every player plays every position in training. Mm-hmm. It's it's obviously up to you if you take it in, mm-hmm. um, if you want to take it in and become a better player. I like to think that versatility in a player is is big in the modern game. If you can just play one one position, then I don't think it helps you at all. No. You might be very good at the position, but in the long run, I don't think it's going to help you. Where I think if you can play every position and be versatile, it's it's perfect. And that's that's what we do out in the training pitch, centre mids. When I'm sometimes you know I play centre back sometimes, mm-hmm. and I just try and learn. Yeah, but yeah, if you, if you're asking me what I'd prefer, I'd love to play. Left of a of a three right now, but in the future, hundred percent number ten. ten. I'd love to be. This in is there, the yeah. joy of us in that we can ask football questions, and, and I love hearing football answers. So you've caused two new questions. One, I love the phrase. I think I know what you mean. Weak side. Mm-hmm. You talked about where the ball is at, and you're talking about when the ball. If you can either manoeuvre the ball, overload on one side, and then go to the weak yeah. side. So, but so that anybody who's listening doesn't quite understand the concept, just broadly explain what you mean. Well, if if the balls. 
starting on the left-hand side and the full-back gives me the ball wide and I come into play. You've always got your 10 over at this side to help me out with the ball. You've always got that number nine running the channel for you to take the the, the centre-backs away. away. So the, the perfect thing to do is that drags everyone over because the, the centre-back's going to have to go with him. Then the other centre-back's thinking, oh my God, I need to go in with the 10. Mm. So the quicker you can manipulate the ball and go across to the right, where you're always going to have that the way we play is your winger is going to have that left their left back who's going to be very narrow because the two centre halves have just followed their runners in. And then you've got your full back who's going to and our team going to break their neck to get forward. You've got a two v one on the right hand side, and if you can use that effectively, then you're always going to have that spare man to to go down that side and create a chance, cross, shoot, and I think that's what the best teams do as well. Mm. They play the ball at one side, they they slow it down, they play little touches, little passes that you might not think are effective, but that's drawn teams out and then boom, straight away, weak side, go that and find the like, gap. Yeah, find and the you're space. like, wow. Right. The, the way you, you've talked about it and the way that you did uh, when you talked about playing limited, you're helping people who just maybe uh, watch football for the enjoyment of the noise, the colour, the goals and, and they don't need to feel um, analytical about it. What I think you're teaching people that watch it intimately is that most things can be affected, that you can cause things. It might not look, mm. but there's a lot more strategy involved in, I think, modern football than people understand. And it's also a lot less instinctive that the final third, a moment 1v1, maybe totally instinctive, maybe old school street skills. Yeah. But there's so much thinking. And if you're also, you talked about versatility, if you're a footballer who can think about his game, and you, but all of them, and taking the message that a coach like Eddie's giving you, then you become an outstandingly different sports person I think yeah no, I and able to influence your own games career well-being enjoyment fame everything and people who don't do that seem to me to be missing the point a little bit third last one is Crouch you you can't become six foot four <laughs> when you're in that full back position and he goes I'm going to go and pick on him let's see what will happen or if the ball's lofted and I'm coming into the near post he, he can't actually so what do you do in that situation? Tell the other side to stop crosses <laughs> and shout at them a lot if they do let the crosses come in. But personally, I just... I remember Steve Cook was playing next to me and he was like, look, the only advice I can give you is don't let him get the run on you. It doesn't mm. matter how big he is. Like, anyone, any size, if you've got the run on you, you're done. So I just went tight to him and without fouling him... A little lean. Yeah, without yeah. fouling him because these yeah. days you never know what's a foul in the box these days. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But I just kind of grabbed him a little and just kind of like tried to push him away from the goal and um, it did help me he did win a couple of headers I'm not going to lie it weren't like headers that were in goal it was more knockdowns but I just that that little bit of help from Cookie helped me massively because if if so I would have just stood off him he would have just got the run on me and I wouldn't have had a chance but because I was trying to get a little bit aggressive with him without trying fouling him too much I think the ref looked at me that day and went I'll give you a little bit of benefit of the doubt <laughs> felt sorry for me but, um, so yeah that helped me out as well so um, it was a game that I learned so much from because I learned as well when a winger is running at me and I had no help from my, my right winger and I was thinking wow this, this must be like Adam Smith normally this must be and I'm thinking if I don't help him this is how he feels yeah. I'm thinking I'm not having any of that yeah. so that's made me more um, modest at tracking back tracking back my runners and doubling up with my full back instead of just letting him die with a 1v1 so that I think that and I think the gaffer deep down knew that would help me as well mm-hmm. and the 1v1 defending I feel like 
I think my best 1v1 defending was I played right wing back against Chelsea in the 3-0 game we won at Stamford Bridge and I remember I had Hazard up against me and I think that's the best 1v1 defending I've ever done. Did you feel that, I mean, apart from pride in the performance and the result, did you enjoy the battle? Because you seem to be somebody who'll be really engaged in the battle and if you're doing any job of work, not just Premier League footballer, and you feel like, God, this is a test, but I'm managing it, I'll watch out for this, and you're, you're really engaged. Yeah. Just in human terms, it's a really satisfying feeling. Oh, 100%. I just remember I was disappointed not to play, obviously, in the front three um, against Chelsea away. And we're scoring three goals at Stamford Bridge. That's amazing. And you're thinking, wow, I could have got, I could have got that goal. But I just remember after the game, or, or just before the game was away to finish, we're 3-0 up. We knew we were going to win the game. I just shouted over saying, let's keep a clean sheet. <laughs> That's one thing I've never said before. <laughs> I just care. I just want to score goals, and obviously I want the defenders to do well. But I just remember shouting, "Let's keep a clean sheet, lads!" I just looked over and thinking, "Is this Ryan here?" I don't think this is Ryan playing right wing back. So I just, yeah, I, I just like that different. Obviously, you love a battle, and when you come out on top, it's even better. But to do it against a big team, against a player on my side that you could say is one of the best in the Premier League in the world, it was just that feeling after was uh, very nice. Um, so, you know, when you were growing up in Aberdeen, Aberdeen wasn't that important to you as a supporter, just a club that was there, you played for them, etc. But you, if I don't judge it wrongly, you do feel quite passionate about the national team. Yeah, I do, yeah. I, I used to be, um, I used to pay money just to, to go to all the games. It was like a Scotland, like it was like a, like a season ticket before Scotland type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, used to go to all the games, we used to get a bus from Aberdeen and just travelled down, we used to have to sing songs on the bus, um, everyone singing on the bus. Like... Rolling Stones? Or no, no, Scotland like Scottish, songs? yeah, like Loch Lomond and stuff like that. Oh, seriously? Yeah, yeah, and we used to all just sing it down there, and um, I didn't drink myself, we were all too young, but the mums and dads had a, a good glass, um, a pint of beer, <laughs> yeah. Not against it myself. Allowed to. Um, it was a nightmare on the way back, though, when they were <laughs> drunk, but that was a hard That was a hard. There's, a point, uh, there's a point somewhere on Montrose where, where the bus driver says, not stopping for anybody. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, we used, to, we, we used to get into Glasgow early, stop at a pub like the young lads would have a, a coke and stuff like that and just the whole day out the whole watching the national team we obviously we didn't qualify for for anything when when i was watching because it's been a long time since we last qualified mm-hmm. i think that that european that competition we just done was probably what well, you can't say but we did qualify obviously we've got a couple of things to do but there's a there's a really big opportunity now with what looks like being the Norway game or whatever. It's an yeah. odd situation, but yeah. with the national team, you achieve something pretty good. Yeah, hundred percent. And just yeah, I just I just loved the day out. Just loved the the supporters and that when we played the England game and Lee Griffith scored that second free kick. I've never felt anything like. It. I just remember the the my feet was just trembling. Like I was like the the noise the. The vibrations coming through that ground, I was thinking, this is not real, this. I thought the stadium was going to collapse in. And that, that moment where I was watching it from a young lad and then being involved in a game like that on my debut as well, yeah, England, in a, in a very good competition, uh, the Euros, and just, yeah, it was, it was amazing. And going back to the Aberdeen thing, I'd, I might have not have supported them, but I always wanted to see them win, obviously, now as well. I, always, I, was, on, I was online with Scott Wright and Graham Shinney before their game Jeez, against Hamilton smashes. the other night. 3-0, thank yeah, you very much. Exactly. And Casey really missed that result. That's why they probably won. They were on the fortnight with me the <laughs> night before, so give them good luck. But um, yeah, I, I always want to see them do well, and it's easy for me to say that now. Um, but I do. Me leaving was how it was, and I, obviously watching the club do well now and being up there with the Kamarnicks and the, the Rangers and Celtic, it's, 
It's very good to see. Another question, Betty, which I was sent, says that um, you're one of the highest scoring midfielders in Fantasy Premier League. Mm-hmm. If you play it, do you pick yourself? I don't play it. I, and I wouldn't pick myself. No, too much pressure. I've already got too much pressure. And if I'm captaining myself and not getting them points, I can't, I can't be having that. But I'm just, I didn't get the, uh, the assist in the last game for fantasy football, which was a little bit disappointing. I got a lot of messages from that as well. But um, yeah, I just, the lads sometimes put me in and I, just, I tell them not to tell me because if they go to me just before the game, you better score today. Not because they want to win, they want that, that points on football fantasy. And I was thinking, oh my God. So yeah. There's a little Yorkshire Terrier in a Scotland strip about 15 minutes drive from you waiting for you so very unusually for me I'm going to shut up (laughs) except for saying that was outstanding I've learned a lot thanks for taking so much time no thank you thank you for joining us for season 2018-19 we've got huge creative plans for the months ahead but we do need your help to make them happen Please go right now to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter and become a social, become a paying member and get an extra big interview every month plus loads of bonus content. Last season, socios listened to nine exclusive big interviews including Rafa van der Vaart, Troy Deeney, Roberto Di Matteo and loads of me talking about football. The Premier League, the Champions League, Spanish football. I'm sure they enjoyed it and you will too. Support us, join us. Thank you. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.